episode 122 real expectations reading the kingdom is back another break in our off-season time but it's training camp uh we've got me we've got coach and we also have a very special guest for all of uh raider nation out there we've got kenny king jr from real talk formerly with rc if i'm correct and yeah, uh, started out with him started out with him. that's i mean that's kind of how i first started listening to you guys and uh real talk pwfa member and you're writing for vegas Vegas Sports the, Today, yeah. Vegas Sports Today, awesome. Yeah, um, yeah so Kenny King, obviously, we, there's a lot of uh, Raiders media guys out there that we want to talk to. Um, the list gets slimmer and slimmer as you look for who's kind of been around the longest and who's kind of been a you know Raider fan, not since Derek Carr came on, not since Rich Gannon came on, but you kind of have a unique background where your dad is a two-time Super Bowl champion. So if I got it right, you've been a, a Raider fan since since birth. Since before birth, really. <laughs> since before birth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, since I, since I came out, it, it's been silver and black in my blood. So I love that. And uh, Coach had a question, I think, about your your dad's uh, words about some of uh, the rest of the AFC West. Yeah, so your dad being a Raiders legend, who does he, uh, what team does he hate the most? Does he hate my Chiefs the most? Does he hate the, because the charge I feel we don't even pay attention to, but is it, is it yeah. the Chiefs or is it the Broncos? Which one is on his hit list the most? Uh, for him, it's the Broncos. Um, you know, he he lived in Denver for a number of years. And so uh, his ex-wife is a Bronco fan. Her family are Bronco fans. Um, you know, living in Denver, working with a bunch of Bronco fans, you you build that hatred. Um, for me, it's a little bit more the Chiefs just because I did live in Kansas for, for a period of time and I was around a lot of Chiefs fans. Um, but yeah, for him, it's the Broncos for sure. Okay. I, can, I can accept that. Beautiful. So there you go. So Kenny still hates you the most, but his dad hates you less. <laughs> Actually, I hate Charger fans more than anything at this point right now because they're they're few, but they're loud and they're they're obnoxious for for a team that's never done anything. Yeah, exactly. That's true. They got they got a set of balls on them. That's for sure. If you happen to find the one or two that are that are out there, then yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bolt, bolt up. Yeah. So, so Kenny, we'll get kind of right into it. So training camp for the Raiders has actually not been too drama filled. I'd say as far as past training camps have gone, you know, the, the AB episode was, I think enough for all of us for maybe a decade. Yeah. But right now, the main topic of discussion is um, Josh Jacobs and then Devante kind of weighed in on that today. What's been your stance on pay, pay reasonably? What what's your what do you want them to do with JJ over there? You know, I think it, you have a difficult situation when you have a running back that is of the caliber of Josh Jacobs because he's, you know, in that top three, top five running back slot where this is one of the guys that you want to see get paid. It's also one of the guys that you don't want to see get paid a ridiculous amount of money because we know what happens when you pay running backs a lot of money. Ezekiel Elliott, I mean, Melvin Gordon kind of held out and and kind of screwed himself on that. Todd Gurley got paid and had a deteriorating knee. Um, you know, you had CJ2K. Like, there's the list goes on and on with all these guys, you know, where there's horror stories from when running backs got paid. Josh is one of those guys that doesn't have a ton of wear and tear on his body, but he does have some injuries plagued in the beginning of his the beginning of his career. Last year was the first full season that he played. But you know, I want to see him get paid. I want to see, you know, he embodies what, you know, being a Raider is. He embodies that Raider Nation spirit. Um, he runs like a Raider. He plays like a Raider. He trains like a Raider. He's a leader on the field. Um, he's somebody who wants to be there. He's been very vocal about his want to be there. Um, and it's not one of those cliche things saying, I want to be a Raider for life just just to get a deal done. Like, he wants to be a Raider for life. And so, you know, I would like to see him, you know, be a Raider lock his contract up um, and and continue to use him in his in his prime. Um, do I think he's not going to be there? I, I think he'll be there. I don't think you're going to leave $10 million on the table. Um, I think that he's trying to trying to work something out and have a, you know, a, a, a guarantee almost that next year there will be something that gets done in the long term. For sure. Now we had uh, JT the Brick on, um, was it a month or two ago? And it, I mean, it was it was phenomenal. He, he got me pretty pumped up. I kind of came back to life down to earth a little bit back out of that. But I talked to him about 
whether or not we were kind of, I don't want to say wasting him in his prime because he had a career year last year, but how much longer are we going to be able to hold on to Devontae Adams before, uh, you know, I don't know. If the season goes up, then then he could be juiced and, and want to hang out. But I see already a difference between him. He had Carr last year. I'm having the time of my life uh, in Vegas. What do you think now? Is he going to be the same level of investment or should we be a little wary? What do you think? I don't think we need to worry about Devontae. I mean, Devontae had said when Carr got traded that he was a Raider fan first. Um, that, you know, he wanted to come to the Raiders, whether it was with Derek or not. Um, he, you know, he had the sign off on who the next quarterback was. So, you know, obviously he was behind Jimmy G coming in. Um, I'm sure that Joshua Daniels has a plan. Hopefully he has a plan. Um, but, you know, the, I think that we don't have to worry about us, worry about Devontae as much as the fan base wants us to worry about Devontae. I think that we've been burned by so many receivers in, in our in our history with A.B., uh, with Javon Walker, with Andre Rice, and there's been just the list goes on and on. Um, there's been, yeah, Randy Moss, you know, there's been so many guys that have kind of burned us that, you know, we have PTSD. And so, you know, as Raider fans, we are always weary of that. We're always concerned about that. But I think this might be the one time where we don't have to have a concern because he did say that he wants to retire a Raider. So um, I, I think that we'll be okay with Devontae. I'm hoping you're right. And and I do agree. I think there's a bit of a difference there where he, as far as the, the diva number one receiver goes, he's not the guy that I would ever yeah. characterize as that. He's not in there talking about, you know, he'll, he'll admit, yeah, I'm the, I'm the best out there, but it doesn't go beyond that. You know, I don't think we right. have like Odell type grandiosity no. with, with, uh, Devonte Adams, and now uh, so training camps kicked off. Things things are are going down. It's a lot of reports, some some video footage, maybe not as other teams. Um, what's getting you excited? What's getting you nervous? What, what are the two things in, in those categories? You know, one of the things that gets me excited is just the addition of Marcus Peters to the secondary. I think bringing him into the secondary adds a whole nother dimension. And coach, you 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 know you know how good Marcus can be. Yeah, and what Marcus, you know what he can do. He you know. You know Sorry, when when he signed with the Raiders, and you know, I was obviously text with Brennan all the time. Uh, it was just such a Raider move. I know he grew up in Oakland, so it's like yeah. a homecoming. Obviously for him, obviously it's in Vegas now, but uh, he definitely embodies that that old school Raider attitude. So, um, you know, if there's anybody on the team, you know, him being a former Chief, I, I wish him the best. It's not against obviously against us, but yeah, I think, <laughs> right. it's, I think it's a it's definitely a good move for him. Yeah, it's a it's a solid move for him. You know, he's coming in, he's rocking that two four. So you know, that number means a lot. And for the past couple of years, it hasn't been a lot, you know, with, with Jonathan Abram wearing that, and, you know, John Gruden putting lofty expectations on him. Um, you know, you got a you got a true corner coming in wearing 24 and we haven't had that in a very long time. And so, you know, him coming in, bringing in that that excites me. Um, just the the level of intensity that he's already brought to the defensive backfield. Um, you know, we, we heard about the defense just getting after it. And I think it's been like eight picks. Uh, in practice, which, you know, every other year we're hearing the offense is just shredding the defense apart. So it's nice to hear that the defense is, is doing well. I'm not so much concerned about Jimmy's picks in, in practice because they're going to he's going to take shots. He's going to take you know, he's going to try opportunities. And this is the time to do it. I would rather him try it in practice than try it in the game and figure out what works for him. Um, but defensively, I'm, I'm liking what I'm hearing on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I also like the Byron Young is coming back. Uh, so he came back and practiced for the first time today. I want to see what he brings to the table. Uh, I said on my podcast that I have some questions about around Neil Farrell Jr. Um, because I feel like he's a guy that could be on the bubble and could be on the cusp of not making the team just because, you know, last year he was a healthy scratch in, in a lot of games. And, you know, with the with the addition of Byron Young uh, and Jerry Tillery coming back, you know, there may not be room for him. So would you so would you say the defensive tackle position is on a level of concern for you or just kind of keeping an eye on on where that is? No, defensive tackle is not a level of concern. The only level of concern right now is linebacker. I feel like they're not 
quite there on linebacker. I mean, they've got Divine Diablo, you have Luke Masterson, uh, you brought in Robert Spillane. Um, but is that enough? You know, I all offseason long, I was bound, I was pounding the table for the Raiders to go out and get Patrick Queen, tr- you know, try to trade for him, try to get what they can for him. He's not happy there. We need, we need the help. Um, but you know, I just, I don't know if we're set at linebacker yet, and that's that's my biggest question mark. Sorry, speaking of linebacker, you know, the Eagles make that move to get Cunningham and Miles yeah. back on like super affordable deals, and you think like, wow, like even the, I mean, the Chiefs were we're we're, we're set, set at linebacker, I think, but for you guys, I mean, that's that's the perfect situation, one year deals for those guys. And, yeah. You know, well, the you know. When you have when you have a Super Bowl team, you also have the ability to you know sign guys on a cheaper deal. It's mm-hmm. you know when when you're when you're when you're third in the division, it's it's a lot more difficult to to sign people. So yeah. you know it's that's kind of where it comes into play. If the Raiders want to start making moves like that, they got to start winning. And it, it, you know it starts with yeah, it true. starts with be you know at least splitting with KC. I mean, when it comes down to it, quite frankly, you have to you have to win one of those two games. You know you're going to sweep the Broncos. You know you're going to split with the Chargers. You got to at least split with KC to to get second place. Yeah, hundred percent. And the fun, funny thing is, so you brought up Marcus Peters, and that was going to be a point I was going to make later on. I was listening to uh, Q from Raider Nation Radio. We actually yeah. met out at the draft, and, and he was playing some sound bites from um, from Marcus Peters. And I was kind of surprised because I didn't expect him to come in and really want to do the dirty work of being the OG and being the leader. But it sounds like he's like all for it, and it sounds like he's getting them amped up, and he's yelling at Jimmy G, and he's you know, he's getting Nate Hobbs back, who's it looks like back in the slot, which is good for yeah. us because outside wasn't really a, a deal for him. But uh, I kind of I was when they signed him, I was afraid it was kind of going to be like a Bruce Irvin taking over for Khalil Mack type thing. And you know how that ended out. Um, mm-hmm. So the fact that he's rising the occasion, he's welcoming being the leader like his cousin Marshawn didn't really want to do that. He was kind of like, yeah, I'm not really about this. So the fact that he wants to is outstanding. So I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. Um, and then the only thing I'm curious about, and I guess I could say nervous is. We all know Jimmy doesn't have a great deep ball, and you were seeing him throw some deep shots to Devontae, but it was taking a lot out of him to do so. It seemed like even though they brought him in to run this, you know, Patriot system, the McDaniels way, whatever you want to call it, um, he seemed to still favor some deep shots last year. Like, I think a lot of us lost our mind on a couple uh, three-in-ones where he wanted to chuck it. And I mean, that one Mm -hmm. play against the Chiefs, it worked out and it was beautiful. But um, I don't know if Jimmy's going to be able to deliver on that. So I don't know if we're going to see a system change or if you have any idea on on what that's going to be. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the biggest question mark because we know that Jimmy's deep ball isn't the prettiest. And that's one of the things that Derek was really good at is, is a deep ball. And a lot of people say, well, you know, he's checked down car, but he, Derek had a great deep ball when he, when he threw it. Um, you know, the, the question is, you know, can Jimmy throw it? Uh, what is, you know, what's going to be the scenarios in which he does it? Um, he does have time. You know, the offensive line has gotten better. They were a top 15 unit last year. Um, so the offensive line is not a big question right now. Uh, the question is, you know, can Jimmy throw it? And, you know, Jimmy's going to have the time to do it, but, you know, will he be able to do it? I know there's going to be a lot of short and intermediate routes. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot more Hunter Renfro this year, uh, but I think it's going to be a lot more yak that we're going to be seeing. So you're going to see Devontae getting yards after the catch. Um, you're going to see, you know, Trey Tucker probably getting in the mix a little bit, Jacoby Myers in there as well. Uh, but I don't think that we're going to see a lot of the deep shots that we saw last year uh, with Derek Carr and even with Jared Stidham. Agreed. And uh, it seems like him and Jacoby, which we kind of thought about, and we, I was concerned he could be taking snaps from from Hunter, but it looks like he's here to stay. But Jacoby and, and Jimmy supposedly are already on the same page. 
Um, now kind of like a little bit of a rewind. So like I said, coach and I went to the draft Q kind of hooked us up um, and we met Tyree Wilson and got to shake those monster paws, which are nothing <laughs> like mine. Um, and he's just a massive human being. So I was really excited when, you know, we met him and we got to hear him talk and he seems like a, like a solid dude disappointing. He's not on the field now. Who were you looking for at, at pick seven? Cause I had a couple other ideas as well. Yeah. Oh man. I, I totally threw the draft out of my head. I rewinded you back hard, I know. Um, yeah, but Jordan Davis was the guy that I really wanted. You know, I, I think that that was, you know, one of the guys that I had high on my list. Um, C.J. Stroud was a guy that I wanted. I wanted the Raiders to jump up and get him. Uh, I was even looking at Bryce Young. I was I was heavy on quarterbacks, um, you know, looking at, okay, look, we moved on from Carr. Like, let's let's start fresh. Let's do something. Let's do something new. Let's bring in, you know, let's bring in a guy that, you know, that is going to be exciting. And then, you know, I look at this. I look at this Texans draft where they, you know, they get Will Anderson and then they go and get CJ Stroud. I'm like, oh, crap, they're get these guys are getting all the guys that I wanted, you right. know? And so, you know, for me, it was, I really wanted a quarterback. I, CJ was my number one. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I didn't know much about Tyree. I uh, watched some film on him. The dude can play. Um, he's, he's, he's big, he's fast, he's strong. Um, he has all the attributes that you want in a defensive end, except for being on the field. So I just want to see him get on the field and, and get after it and then see what he can do. Um, and I'm excited to see what he can do with Max and Chandler. Right. Yeah, I, I was kind of the same boat as you. So I wanted C.J. Stroud pretty badly. And, well, we're in there in the media room and Bryce Young goes off the board. I already start loading up my my tweet for when they pick C.J. and trade up and blow my mind. And, of course, that didn't happen. Like, all right, Jalen Carter. It's going to be Jalen Carter. Yeah. He kept falling and falling and falling. And uh, Coach texted me, sorry, dude. What the hell happened? And then I saw... Um, that we ended up with Tyree. So like, I'm, I'm happy with Tyree, but the, right. the injury obviously make, you know, you want to see your first round pick on the field and uh, you know, we're just not seeing that right now. So I, some guys are, are skeptical. He's even going to be ready for week one, week four, that we may not see him till October. I mean, it is what, obviously we have Chandler Jones there. So you kind of wonder if he's kind of brought in to be the future at, at the DN position when Chandler moves on or, or what have you, that contract's not easy to move on from if that's in their, their plans. But, yeah. well, but if I, you have a top 10 pick, you, you don't want, you don't want a guy sitting out until October. Exactly. Yeah. You know, if you have a first, if you have a top 10 first round pick, you want that guy playing immediately. You want that to be an impact player. If a top 10 pick should be automatically a candidate for, you know, offensive or defensive rookie of the year, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm with you. Coach, you have something? Yeah, I had one draft question. I thought you guys had got great value on, on this individual in the second round with Michael Meyer or Mayer. Uh, yeah. How how have you thought he's done in camp? You know, I just, I did my first like fantasy, dynasty fantasy draft this year and I drafted him. I was excited about him because I think like he, you know, he's a Notre Dame guy, just a big target and obviously getting rid of Waller. There's an open spot there at the tight end position. What are you, what are you hearing or what are you thinking about him? How, how has he been doing in camp and what do you think of his future? So I hear he's an absolute unit out there. I heard that, you know, he's basically just, he's giving him hell. Max has given him, Max has been giving him a hard time. I'm giving him some welcome to the NFL moments. Uh, but he's a guy that just goes out there and, and works his tail off every, every single play. Um, he's got, you know, great hands. He's not dropping anything. Um, you know, he's going to be a big red zone target. I think that he's going to be a guy that, you know, Jimmy's going to be able to rely on. We saw that Jimmy loves his tight ends. We saw what he did with uh, with George Kittle. Um, and so I think that, you know, you bring in another big body like Michael Mayer, a guy who can block, a guy who can catch, who can groove, the, you know, run downfield. He's not the fastest, but he's got that game speed. It's like Gronkowski where, you know, he's not fast, but he's athletic enough to where he can make you miss or he can just, you know, run you over. So, I'm, I'm excited about him. I'm, I'm hearing a lot of buzz out of him in training camp. 
Um, he's picking up the offense pretty quickly. Um, and, you know, I think that he's going to be, you know, he's going to be an instant starter. Agreed. Yeah, I think that was a great pick. I, I was looking, even KC, you know, I was looking at someone like him for for them to get kind of get an heir apparent to like, the man beautiful Travis Kelsey. But, um, <laughs> yeah, there's, the, 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 Raiders, the Raiders got to get on with that. I'll say that. I think they definitely got better value out of him than maybe they got Tyree right now. Yeah. But we'll, we'll see. Mind of time off that. So, Kenny, this is your first time on the show, but Eric has, um, he doesn't like to call it a crush, but his uh, obsession with Travis Kelsey. I have a man crush. I'll admit that. I'm okay, you'll admit it. Oh, you'll admit it now. Okay. Like, like a lot of other Chiefs fans have, have man crushes on Travis Kelsey. Those are usually women, though. I think. Well, man, when I said a man crush, I okay, I got gotcha. you. All right. At least it's not a man crush on Jackson Mahomes. Yeah, that's that on no. Yeah, no. Eric does not defend. Does not defend Jackson. No, no. no. good. Yeah. Nobody and should was, defend Jackson. And I was happy to see he did not make an appearance in the quarterbacks uh, season, which was outstanding, yeah. by the way. But, Thank God. Yeah, Brittany's no, bad would, enough. Yeah, <laughs> you can defend her, or no, you go, do you have to defend her? I, 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 I mean, that's that's the chosen one's wife, so I have to. I have to, I have, I have yeah. to defend that. To but I, if she just there's like a mute button and she just did yeah, because hey, because Pat, Patrick's likable. Pat's Pat's likable, and that's what I hate. I, I hate the fact that he's likable because he's a chief, and I don't want to like him. Right. But it's like Tony Gonzalez. Like I liked Tony Gonzalez, but I just hated the fact that he was a chief. I mean, right. when when Kermit the Frog can ball like that, you know what I mean? It's yeah, not to like him. I mean, you know, it's like you just you're like, what is how? How? How does he do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. mad in real life for sure. I've had that in, like I like I loved Eric Berry, but I hated him. You know, like he yeah. was outstanding yeah. to watch, but I hated him. Yeah, it was a exactly. very very tough thing to deal with. And Marcus Peters actually after that scuffle yeah. um, in the Thursday night game, which we won by the way. Um, I was like, I, I'm done with this dude. I cannot stand him. And then uh, here he is a Raider now, but it makes total sense. You know, it's come full circle. Yeah. Now um, we'll we'll get back out of the draft. We'll go into 2023. Uh, so I don't know if I've I've missed it. I tried to tune into your show, but have you given your official prediction for the record for 2023? Yes, yeah, it's Super Bowl. No, no, I no, I haven't <laughs> given I haven't given my official prediction. I, I this team could go one of two ways. This could be a team that just shocks everybody, and they do end up making it to the Super Bowl in Vegas. Or this is a team that just disappoints everybody and they go four and 13. Um, you know, I, I don't feel like there's an in-between. I feel like this is a team that, you know, it's it's, it's all or nothing. And I think that if you have Jimmy G stay healthy, um, if the defensive guys continue to play at the, at the rate that they're doing in practice, um, they start getting after it. Um, you know, if you if you have the split with KC or if you, you know, run the table in the, in the AFC West, um, I can see this team being, I can see them being 10 and 7, 11 and 6. Um, but I can also see this team, you know, resting on their laurels and it's really going to come down to week one. You go into Denver week one, you set the tone right there. You know, do you want to continue? You want to continue on this three year sweep that we have of the Broncos and, and take it into four years? Or are you going to go into Denver and be like, oh, it's the high altitude and I can't deal with this and I can't do, and, and make all these excuses and go out there. So I think week one sets a tone. I don't care about the preseason. We went 4-0 in the preseason last year. So that means nothing to me. What I care about is week one, getting out there and setting the tone. Um, and if they do that, then it, it's going to be a successful season. 100%. And that's that's something I brought up a little bit ago is, are the, is the nation going to mutiny if we, you know, Jimmy's first game is a snap on our 6-0 streak against 
against the Broncos because that's really all we have right now. And yeah. uh, I'm, I'm fine with that. But it kind of reminds me when, uh, you know, the first game in the new stadium was Derek against um, the Saints. And uh, well, now he's the head coach of the Broncos. Why am I blanking on his name? Bell's his name. Sean Payton. Sean Payton. There we go. And, uh, you know, Carr wrote it on the wall. We took him out. And I remember how upset he looked. And now we have Sean Payton again with a new regime, a new quarterback. So I'm hoping uh, for Jimmy's sake, he'll be come out with a win that week. Um, yeah. We're going to see. We're going to see if Russell Wilson is really cooked or if it was just Neil ha- or Nathan Hackett. Right. Or if he's ready to ready to ride against us. I, I personally think he's cooked, but yeah, I, I don't think we're going to see much of it. I mean, he can. I don't think it's going to change now. If he's he's been around long enough, you're not going to change this way through it. Um, and then and then we'll let kind of coach get in on here because this is a Raiders Chiefs rivalry podcast. Right. Coach, and ask we'll, Kenny, and and, and he'll give you a real to say about Russ whether he's cooked or not. He goes home to Sierra every night, so you know what? That, that on the subject of Brittany, you're saying that there's a chance. yeah, Sierra. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to top that. Uh, so yeah. the Chiefs. What are your thoughts on the Chiefs this year? Are you think? I mean, and obviously, in an unbiased, you know, put away your put your put away your hate um, yeah. or your disdain. And what are you thinking this year with them? Um, as far as are they the are they the kings of the AFC as per usual, or do you think they're going to take a step back this year? I mean, I personally don't see a team right now that can take the Chiefs out in the AFC. You know, we we look around. Um, you know, since he they didn't really do much to get to get better. Um, Buffalo, they didn't do much to get better. Um, Baltimore, they did. They add some pieces. You uh, you add in Odell Beckham. Um, you know, you bring in some help. But is it enough? Can Lamar get over that hump? Um, so those, you know, those are the big question marks right there, right? Like, you know, the Jets, I think the Jets are kind of the biggest what if or, you know, what's going to happen because they add all this talent. You bring in Aaron Rodgers. You bring in, you know, Randall Cobb. You bring in all of his, all of his buddies. Um, can they play together? Because we saw when the Eagles did it with their quote unquote dream team back in 2011, I believe it was, you know, yeah, you have all these superstar names, but you have guys that can't play together. And with the Chiefs, I look last year, I was like, okay, Tyreek's gone that, you know, they're going to get exposed. Pat Mahomes is going to get exposed because he doesn't have his guy and Tyreek Hill. Um, Travis Kelsey's not going to have as much success because he's not going to be able to go out there and, and do all this stuff because he has, you know, because he's got Tyreek Hill. Uh, and then the Chiefs just figured out, hey, we don't need Tyree, and went on and went to, won, won the Super Bowl. So I think that we look at it this year. Um, until somebody knocks the Chiefs off, the Chiefs are still the, the team to beat. Agreed. I, I've been trying to hold my hat on that. This is like the worst receiving group that uh, Pat Mahomes has had this this time in the league. But then I think I said something similar last year, too, because I didn't think yeah, Juju was going to do all that. And then he still yeah. does what he does. But I'm just I'm just hoping that we've learned our lesson in that 17 point lead where I was just elated for the first half. And then I don't think I've ever been more demoralized after that one. And watching that on like we said earlier, watching that on quarterbacks was I love the the ferocity from um, Crosby. I kind of thought Mahomes looked like a bit of a whiner. But anyways, um, I'm right here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here. (laughs) Uh, Oh, God. But but then the second half of that just just killed my killed my soul. So I'm like you said, I'm hoping for at least one. And one one and one with them but if we don't set the tone against the broncos it, it would, i don't really know good. what else it would be good for content on your on your end yeah yeah you know if it yeah. went one and ones it's not just me gloating all the time i don't like it <laughs> right it's yeah well, well i'm saying just, we 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 talked last year how many of our episodes where we were both happy at the same time uh i was happy six times you were happy yeah. what 13 yeah, and yeah. then yeah. obviously all the all the postseason coverage yeah. 
Um, but yeah, and that's uh, that's kind of really all we had for tonight. I just wanted which rookie. I guess we won't say Tyreek is now in the field. Uh, are you paying? A t- are you are you calling your shot on that's that's going to be the, the biggest contributor for 2023? and Bennett. I think Bennett's going to be that guy. I think Bennett's going to come out there. He's going to he's going to snatch the starting job, and he's going to be he's going to be the guy. So you stole my Marcus Peters bit, and then now you got Jacorian Bennett. But I'm sorry. They, they, they said they said the kid is a, a stud, and they said that he's yeah. just like soaking it all in for Marcus Peters, and he's like incredibly attentive and zoned in. He doesn't want to talk, even though I think they said they've uh, they've given him a few media. They've asked him if he would do the media thing, and he just said, yeah. uh, "I'm so zeroed in right now. Like, just let me stay where I am." And uh, well, they they focus. he did a he had a uh, brief co- press conference, and you know they they were like, "Well, you know, what do you do?" He's like, "I'm out there asking questions all day." He's like, "You know, I ask I ask Marcus how to." You know how how he goes after getting interceptions, and you know I asked I asked this and this. And he's like I probably annoy the hell out of him, but he's like I'm going to ask questions. He says, and I love I love it. You know you have you have somebody who out out there who's who sees these veteran guys, who sees guys who had success in this league, and he's not coming in as you know a rookie with his chest out. He's coming in as a guy ready to learn, ready to get after it, and I'm excited about it because he also gets to go against some great receivers in practice. I mean, you go against guys like Hunter Renfro who run nasty routes. You run again, go against Devontae, who's probably the best route runner in the league. You know, Jacoby Myers, who's no slouch. Um, you know, and so you get out there and you you have the ability to go out some good talent. And, you know, we're going to start seeing a little bit more. You have the joint practices with the Niners next week. You have the joint practices with the Rams coming up. Um, so he's going to get it. He's going to get a couple looks. And I'm excited to see what he does this season. 100%. And, uh, on that note, I've seen you defending Hunter Renfro out there hard against. I don't know if you're a Chargers fan or somebody, but you've been it's after a Chiefs him. fan. Oh, of course, it's a Chiefs fan. Yeah, they, it's they a Chiefs no. fan. So I, I showed him uh, cooking in Traverius Ward. There you go. I mean, well, and 2021 is full of highlights. I don't know what else you need. He, the guy was injured last year, and, and people are yeah. questioning his route running. And you had Kenny Moore saying he's one of the best route runners in the league, and Kenny Moore is was the top corner. So take it yep. for what it is. But um, what you brought up too is uh, playing against the the 49ers. Uh, I think is probably one of the best tune-ups we need. So if our defense is looking sharp, their offense isn't. I don't. I wouldn't say it's explosive right now. Their quarterback carousel is a bit a bit odd. But yeah. having Jimmy go against a defense he's familiar with, but is also the best defense he's probably ever had, um, it's pretty outstanding. You know, I, I saw the Jets are playing the Bucks right now, and I'm guessing their defense is probably going to have a good time with that one based on what we've seen so far. But oh, yeah. uh, I love that for the Raiders taking on St. Fran for uh, or St. Fran to get ready for the season, but. Yeah, man, that's that's about all we had for tonight, Ken. If you want to pitch everything you're on, because you're a busy dude, just for the people out there, once again, you're on. Uh, yeah. It's where can they? How often can they catch you on on Real Talk? So right now, uh, we got a weekly show. We're doing every Thursday night uh, at six p.m. You can catch me anywhere um, on YouTube. I'm on Twitch. I'm on Facebook Live. Um, me and my boy Dustin, the Raider Way, we do a show every Thursday. Once season starts, we'll be doing spaces on Sundays after games. Also probably be throwing in another show, um, which would be sporadic in there with uh, interviews and stuff like that. Um, but you can find me, Real Talk Podcasts on every platform, um, KennyKingJr.com, and that'll give you access to all my socials. That's the easiest way to find me. It'll give you access to my link tree too, so you can you can pull everything up on there. There we go. And for all you betters out there, we have to do our pitch too. We're out there on Underdog Fantasy, promo code RTK, match your bets up to 100 bucks. Give me and coach some funds to get Kenny back on here. You know, he's an expensive guest. So, <laughs> all right, we'll catch you all on our next episode, uh, probably preseason. Thanks for coming on, Kenny. Appreciate I appreciate it. you guys. Thanks.